Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome in. It's the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network, uh, unveiling our uh, hip hop edition of our new intro. Uh, seems like that uh, that amused you a little bit, Israel. Uh, that was produced by a oh, student man. named uh, named Kyrie uh, Bowden. Uh, school, his, man, his, that was a that is pretty sweet intro there, man. His produ- is- his uh, his rapper producer name is Rose. So. If you're, if you're wondering that. Hey, shout out to Rose for that one, man. Um, I was sitting here vibing to it. I was like, dang, we are legit now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you listen to all the other podcasts, you know, they got something, you know, a really cool beat that goes along to it. So, hey, man, shout out to that student because, I mean, he just put us in the game. That's right. The name of that track is called Maybach. Maybach. So, sticking with the Rose theme. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, shout out to him. He, he graduates this year. So, I got to get all the beats I can out of them. So we're gonna have a we're gonna have a rock version too as well. We're gonna have three different versions, uh, just to, just to keep just to keep it changed up. But uh, like I said, we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Well, Super Bowl's over, but that doesn't mean you can't bet on football. You got XFL uh, entering week two, uh, so uh, that's a little bit fun. You got the NBA uh, about to get off their All Star break hiatus. Uh, you got NHL, MLB getting ready to start up as well. Lots of things to bet on college basketball. Uh, March Madness is right around the corner. Conference tournaments right around the corner. So lots of things to bet on here. You can always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. So head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you just use that promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline's where the game starts. So, dude, we got a somewhat fairly, well, we got a fairly uh, action-packed show, man. Um I was uh, I was looking through the things and I was like, okay, well, there's not a ton to talk about. But then, uh, you know, then I keep seeing all these character issues arise for one Jalen Carter. So, I, and uh, I keep seeing these mock drafts having him go number one. So, how could somebody was uh, there was a horrifying character issue story that I saw today? All right, on Jalen Carter, this is not good, right? He he may not get drafted based on this story. So get this. Get this. He paid for a walk on meals all season long with his own money. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, that's that's just a sign of, of a guy you can't trust. I mean, it's a, mm-hmm. he's he's yeah. he's a me guy. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, um very selfish guy that just doesn't care about his teammates, it sounds like. And if I was an NFL organization, I wouldn't want a guy like that on my football team. 
No, um, not at all. You know, especially, especially with you know all these analysts coming out with all these character issues, and this proves you know that they are lying. That's what it proves. It proves that these people do not know what they are talking about. What person, good-hearted person who has character issues, will pay for Walk Holmes's meal? For, for a very long time, apparently, because, I mean, it, the story literally just came out. So you're telling me a kid who has character issues is out here out of the kindness of his heart paying for meals? I mean, his own scholarship and NIL money? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, it's just something I think that was trying to get clicks and headlines and things. Todd McShay was way off. I, I think <laughs> there's plenty of people attacking him on that. So, uh, and also uh, Jordan Yates, uh, jo- former Georgia Tech quarterback, came out um, on TikTok and was talking about um, all the was talking about what it was like a to play against the 2021 Georgia defense, which was statistically the best defense ever. Um, mm-hmm. But he mentioned uh, Jalen Carter's savage trash talking uh, by saying, "Quote, y'all aren't prepared. Y'all just weren't prepared for this game." Yeah. I mean, that's what that's the story he told. Like he could have said anything and he probably does say more stuff, but like for him to point that out particularly, I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, let, let's be real. Um, I played against a guy by the name of Brandon Spikes. Um, oh boy. Who said some of the most savage things I've ever heard on a football field said to another human being. Okay. Now, when he was being drafted, I never heard any character issues, which obviously we know the whole story that came out, you know, during that time. But that's neither here nor there. But you have a guy who hasn't been in trouble, um, who the coaches have raved on, who other teams have raved on. And now you're saying he has character issues. I wonder where these character issues stem from or where they've come from, because I have heard nothing about Jalen Carter. Um I hadn't heard anything about any of our team up until recently, um, which, by the way, the spring semester is very is a very very dangerous time. Well, well there, there was a, there was an arrest uh, that we'll <laughs> that we'll get to here in just a little bit, but yeah, um, for Jalen, I mean, I've never heard of him getting in trouble. Never heard no um, coaches talk bad about. Him, never heard teammates talk bad about him. Um, not even a TikTok or anything. Nothing has been made about Jalen Carter, but all of a sudden he has character issues. I just, I don't I don't understand it. I mean, maybe like you said, maybe it's clickbait. But at the end of the day, I mean, this is what I don't understand. If the kid has done nothing, then why mess with his reputation? I mean, if you they've got to they've got to find some way to poke holes in it, I guess, because you can't just you're not going to get ratings just raving about him the whole time. So you got you got to find something to poke at, I guess. I, that's that's my only theory. But you know, just looking at Jalen Carter, uh, you know, most of the talk lately, uh, thankfully, has been uh, whether or not he'll go number one uh, or not. Now, because of the quarterback situation and because of what the Bears could possibly get for that number one pick overall. And and uh, people desperately wanting to jump ahead of the Texans to draft Bryce Young. I do not think Jalen Carter will go number one. Uh, I think him and Will Anderson are like a one A one B type. Both are both are one overall type uh, talents. I, I think Jalen Carter will end up in Chicago, but uh, if Chicago ends up trading back uh, with the Colts, I think you'll see Jalen Carter go number four if not number three to the Cardinals, because I think the Cardinals are looking for something on defense. But I, I think you're going to see Will Anderson, Jalen Carter go three and four. Uh, 
in some order uh, to the Cardinals and to the Bears because I, I think if if Jalen Carter goes four, I think the Bears are picking him there. Uh, I don't I don't know that the Bears are going to pick him number one overall. I think there's a scenario where the Bears could trade J- Justin Fields and stay in that spot and draft Bryce Young. Who knows? Um, but what J- like Jalen Carter is what I love about him and why he's in this spot because defensive tackles rarely are are, are top five worthy. You know, and, and the ones that do go top five have all the combine stats and strength numbers, but can't play lick. Uh, there's very yeah. few of them. But Jalen Carter, to me, has a unique ability to rush the passer effectively. Uh, he He's great against the run. He moves extremely well, and he's highly football intelligent. So, and, and maybe even highly intelligent in general. Um I, I don't. I don't know what his GPA is at Georgia. I'll. I'll, I'll be honest on that one. But you know, to me, it, it, a lot of things when you watch his tape. I mean, just the way he gets off the ball, the way he uses his hands, the way he, the way he can bench press offensive linemen. I mean, Israel, you saw that play in the Tennessee game where he literally threw the center into Hendon Hooker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should have I mean, been a safety. It, it definitely was a safety. Um, I was there. I saw it personally. It was definitely a safety. Um, for a guy like Jalen Carter, I mean, you got to understand, um, you know, we were talking about um, Jordan Davis last year. You know, he's been a top pick and things like that. But, you know, you look at the versatility of, of Jalen Carter, I mean, it's, it is way bigger than Jordan's was. Jordan was just the force in the middle. I mean, you can yeah. put Jalen Carter at, shoot, you can use him anywhere. You can put him at in. You can put him at three technique. You can put him as a shade, as a nose. Um, he can play, you know, different places within that interior. I mean, he's a three-down um, lineman. He, absolutely, and he is a definitely, you know, just animal in the in the, in the middle, you know, of that defensive line. And he's he's a great he's great at going east to west. Um, you know, he was chasing out screens this year, um, rushing the passer. You know, just just the different intangibles, you know, that you want a defensive lineman. Um, he is. I mean, we're, we're going to miss him. You know, he he kind of stepped into that road this year up front. You know, Jordan was gone. Um, no one got hurt. So he was like, hey, man, let's put this thing on my back and let's roll with it. You know, there were times, um, you know, where he was a little bit gassed. Um, and you could really tell, you know, when he yeah. was gassed. But as the season went on, you could tell he really worked on getting in shape, you know. Because if we, from the naked eye, see it, of course he knows the NFL scouts and everybody else sees it too. So I think he really honed in on that. And I mean, he played balls to the wall for the rest of the season. Um, so, you can't knock a guy like that. I mean, he's definitely a first rounder, uh, very definitely a top five guy. Just a bit. It depends on where every, how everything falls with all the trades and everything, of course. But in my opinion, yeah. definitely, you know, a top five guy. Um, and will I mean, be just, because I, I think, I think you know, after after Stroud and and yeah, after Stroud and Young, I, I think your quarterbacks aren't going to be selected till the till the end till the double digits of the. The ten through twenty picks, I think, will be the Will Levises and the Anthony Richardsons of the world. But yeah, I mean, you're exactly right, man. I mean, the versatility that he brings to a defense—it doesn't matter what scheme you have. I mean, if you're a three front, if you're an even team or an odd team, it doesn't matter. I mean, he's a three technique through and through uh, on first and second down. On third down, you can put him out wide. You can put him at the nose and, and have two small rush ins. Uh, if, if if you want to go a more dime look, I mean, there's 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 different ways that you can use him within your defense, and you're going to get the similar results because he has the strength of a zero 
or shade nose guard. Uh, and, and he has some of the quickness of like a four, four eye, you know, even maybe even five technique on, on rundowns um, of a defensive end. So like being able to move him around is invaluable. And what if the Eagles draft him? <laughs> That'd be he scary. Him definitely being the next, you know, Sam Donald. I'm not Sam Donald, Aaron Donald um, type guy. I hope he's know. not Sam Donald. That, that would be terrible. No. Aaron Donald, and I mean, just just uh, his intangible. I mean, his ceiling is is astronomical. I mean, he he can he can pretty much do whatever he wants to. Um, I mean, the fact that he just picked up the center and put him in him the hooker's lap, um, and, you know, that's not a small guy he was going up against either. You know, yeah. so I mean, just things that he's able to do, um, the way he uses his hands, and the, that just just goes to show, you know, our defensive line and coach Scott, defensive line coach. I mean, he does a phenomenal job, you know, developing those guys. Um, you know, Bear Alexander's gonna have to be the guy this year. You know, um, Stackhouse did a phenomenal job for us too, you know, right along next to Jalen Carter. So I mean, our depth at defensive line is absolutely, you know, phenomenal. And, and the fact yeah. that, you know, and you're getting Jamal Jared in too. Yeah, and it's really starting to get noticed now because I mean our guys are getting drafted. You know, not not just in like fourth or fifth round. Now these guys are going, you know, first to third round. You know, first second yeah. day guys. You know, yeah. so if I'm a defensive lineman, you know, and I'm, I think I'm the man. I'm going to Georgia because I mean we have a top notch program. Number one, yeah. we're a two time national champion, um, and we have the best defensive line coach in America right now. Trey Scott, recruiter it, of the year, man. I mean, just if you don't just believe it. At, look at last year's draft. His two starting, ta- his two starting uh, interior defensive linemen went in the first round: Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt. Yeah. But on and your bear, on your bear Alexander Bowl. point, what's that? He said one just played for a Super Bowl. Yeah, um, one just one played for a Super Bowl. Started into the starting lineup for the end of the season. So I mean, this proves in the pudding, man. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No and doubt. Say, already cut you off there. Players. Kirby can't do it, no. And and, and Jay, well, some of y'all said that. Some of you guys out there said that. Kirby, Kirby never just develops these players or anything like that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, a lot see. of people in the NFL right now. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> make a difference in the NFL. Um, so, yeah, I mean, on your Bear Alexander point, I mean, he has a lot of the similar physical talents that Jalen Carter has. Fast off the ball, violent hands, good push. Uh, got to work on his stamina, but I, I think his football IQ has got to develop more um, as he grows into that role. I mean, he was just a freshman last year, so I mean, yeah. the expectations are, you know, the the, the ceiling is freshman. real, real high. Yeah, it was just a freshman. Just the, the, the expectations are high, but, um, you know, I, I think if he develops the mental side of it, I, I think his physical attribute, I think his physical strengths and his physical skills will continue to develop under Trey Scott. Um, and his strength will con- and speed and footwork will continue to develop under S- Coach Sinclair and his staff. Uh, but it's just the mental aspect of it that he's got to that he's got to polish. So I'm excited. I know uh, I know whatever team drafts Jalen Carter is going to be excited, uh, whether it's the Cardinals or the Bears or some crazy trade happens in the you know the Steelers jump up there the third spot and get Jalen Carter who knows? On, or the Cowboys. We need a good. We need another. We need a. We need a guy with Parsons, with Michael Parsons. We can match another guy. We need an interior guy, Michael yeah. Oh, we would be, be, be a, that'd be, be a nice pair for a lot of teams. Be a nice little pairing. Um, well, uh, like I said, we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. Uh, follow us on Twitter. 
at Coach Burton 36, at Troopstar 28. Yeah. I'm still pissing people off left and right, too. So you just never know what you're going to yeah. get, you know, these I know. days. I've been on a roll yeah, in the last absolutely. couple of tweets. <laughs> yes, you have been. You've been, uh, you've been, you've been breathing, you've been straight breathing fire. So, um, but yeah, follow us there. Um, you can follow the show at all of that. Get, get us wherever you get your podcasts. Our YouTube channel's blowing up. Make sure you subscribe. We want to get to a thousand subscribers so that we can start bringing you more content. And, uh, we might can start, uh, if, if we start making, a lot of money, we can start getting some merch uh, so we can start giving back to you all, all the viewers and the, oh, and the, and the people well, that gotta, people that are faithful. Gotta give me a studio. You know, if, if you look at, you know, Corey's background and you look at mine, see mine's just this plain, you know, Manila type wall here. Look at Corey's background. You know, he's got his own room. He's got his Georgia helmet and stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't really Sign Coach Rick, actually. It's actually up to you guys so I can get my own room. You know, having kids and a wife, you know, it's just, you know, for, for, for the husband, those, those areas are few and far between. You yeah. You just got to find so that one playroom. desk area. Yeah. You know, the playroom the is that room. And then next thing you know, there's a, a castle right here to my right in the kitchen that took me 15 years to put together. Um, so, you know, I'm just trying, trying, to, trying, trying to get, trying to make it, man, trying to make it. Well, if we get to a thousand subscribers, uh, that'll that'll certainly help Israel's cause here on on getting a getting a good backdrop. So, um, exactly, and 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 uh, on the same token of fixing facilities, uh, let's look at basketball. So we we looked at like how they could fix their roster and how they could fix kind of the way they play and just kind of build around their strengths uh, within the team. But like part of recruiting nowadays is facilities. Now we have a pretty nice practice facility, I'll be honest. But the Stegosaurus is just that. It's the Stegosaurus. Um, but like the environment plays a part. The the building that you play in plays a part. But like, what are some things with Georgia basketball? Because it's, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest. It's still not great right now. I mean, Mike White had a really tall order ahead of him and I, uh, you know, it, and you see a difference, but the results just aren't there yet. Uh, just need to continue that recruiting effort. I talked about this a few weeks ago, but I, I wanted to get your take on it because I did it on, on, uh, on my last solo edition, but like environment wise, like what needs to happen? Like, how do you, how do you like you, you bring recruits in for visits now? Like what are the keys to, saying, hey, Athens is the place where I really want to go. Well, you know, it's one of those things, you know, I hate the word saying culture um, because I feel like it's overused. Um, But the the all-around culture of your team has to be great. You know, the chemistry, who are you trying to win over, all right, when you're recruiting? Who do you think you're trying – not just the kid. Who else are you trying to win over? Mama and daddy Mm -hmm. or whoever that kid's guardian is – you're trying to win them over too, because you know they're going to be the real reason why, why that kid's an athlete. You can say that kid can pick whatever school he wants to go to, but the real reason mm-hmm. is going to be because of you know do his parents feel safe with him being there? You know, so it's just one of those things to where you know you got to make it. You got to make it sound good. I mean, you got to got to be that that car salesman. You know, this you don't even need a car, but he's he's going to sell it to you anyway. You know, you got to be that guy. You know, and the facilities, I mean, and within the steg after the renovation, you know, to the court and everything, um, you know, it, it's 
it's there. You know, we got what is three gyms under the bottom now. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I know the girls have one and the boys have one um, on the side, um, kind of where the gymnastics uh, that where, where they practice at. If I'm not mistaken, so I mean it's they've all, done they've done that. Uh, I haven't seen the locker rooms yet, but I'm pretty sure they're going to get redone. Um, shout out to you know Josh Brooks and, and the track program too. I mean their new place is absolutely it's lights it's out. Right. It's ridiculous. It's, yeah, that they're they're they spared no expense in track and field. You know, so and track tracks on the way up, you know. Um they've always been good, but I think they're they're just now getting over that hump. Um so I mean it's gonna it's gonna take time. You know, it's gonna take time, but I think I think Coach White's going in the right direction. Um, like I said earlier, I think we're we're gonna have to recruit some big men. We're gonna have to hit the portal. We're gonna have to get the portal, but when we hit the portal, it's gonna have to be good character guy. Because you know, basketball is that sport where, and Corey, you know as well as I do, mm-hmm. are the guys that walk on campus and think they're really, really cool. Um, you know, they really don't say very much, and you know, they kind of hang out to themselves. Um, but you know, one thing, you know, we used to go to Auburn, you know, and hang out with those guys all the time during the off season. Um, their basketball players were cool. I mean, they come out, they you know, high five you, man. What's up? What's going on? Um, you know, because the culture there was. Was, I mean, they weren't really good then, but you know they had they always had a good time with each with one another. So, you know, it's just about getting to know the team, you know, having fun, um, but also remembering that we're here to win ball games. You know, let's have fun. You know, right now it's it's like it's the sense of urgency is is dire now with yeah, with the basketball program, you know, for basketball. But once he kind of get gets in and gets his you know, his philosophy and his mentality within the team going, um, I think it'll kind of calm down and you you get to see the fun of basketball at Georgia. Now, my question for you, yeah, I mean, to get that fun back, I I think part of it is just packing out the stack and getting people to come. Like, I I don't think enough people show up. I don't think enough students show up. So like, what are like, cause I, and, and to be real, uh, the last four years, last four seasons, they haven't had much to show up to. Um, the, the Tom Crean era has been pitiful, and then the Mark Fox era wasn't wasn't great before that. Um, but what I mean, like your struggling program, and I guess this is why Josh Brooks gets paid the big bucks. But your struggling program, where the director of basketball operations there, how do you get people enticed to pack out the Steg and 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 really just make Stegman Coliseum? One of those places where a team's like, oh God, we got to go to the Stag tonight. Oh Jesus, this is not going to be good. Like, but right now it's not like, right now it's just another arena. They're like, okay, we can play the Stag. It's no big deal. I mean, well, it, winning, it's what it is. Winning cures all things. That's first and foremost. And I mean, it, it, but we're not, not there yet. Bad. So, so, so how do you, how do you, like, it's, it's what's one of those step? things where it's like, man, we got to win. We, we got to win that. You know, it's not like Cameron anymore. It's not like when you go to, you know, Kentucky or even Auburn or Tennessee um, right now. You know, we're, we're not there yet. You know, so you got to win. You know, you got to have convincing wins. Um, but you also got to do a little bit more advertising because, I mean, even when we were on campus, we didn't even know there was a basketball game until we had to go to, like, study hall. And you couldn't walk through, the, you couldn't walk through there because of a basketball game. You know, like we as students on campus, you know, didn't know there was a basketball game. You know, so yeah, there's got to be more hype surrounding the program. It was social media to do that. 
yeah, you know, now it's getting better because of Twitter and, and all that stuff now, you know, a little bit more advertising, things like that. So um, I think you got to just advertise it early, you know, football season, you know, we got our spring game. Um, I don't, you know, with basketball, same deal, you know, if you can have some way to not just camps, but, you know, have something where they have like a fall game or something, you know, baseball season does it, baseball does it all the time. You know, they have fall ball, um, during that time, during football, well, you have midnight so madness. Just, like you have a chance for that. I think that's basketball's big events. That midnight madness. But we don't. Do, but do we do midnight madness? We should. I don't think we do. Uh-huh. See advertisement. See nobody knows. Maybe we do, but I don't know that. Shoot, at, at Hillwood, we. I mean, we called it midnight madness, but or we know we call it topper madness or something like that. But we did it right after our, our last home football game. Uh, mm-hmm. We did. You know, hey, right after the game, your ticket's good. Come on into the gym. We got free pizza and basketball. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a three-point shootout. We're going to have a – not really many people can dunk, but it's just basically watching the one kid that can dunk, dunk. But we're going to have a dunk contest, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Just like fun stuff, event for for fans. Maybe make it after like a 3.30 game in the fall um, where – it's the first available, you know, it's got to coincide with the first available day of practice. Like I think it'd be legal to do it earlier than that, but you got to figure out when that, when that time period is and then do the midnight madness event. And I I just think you need more pub. I think social media needs to hammer basketball more. Yeah. Like the, like if you could do it the night before, you know, the first football home game, you Mm know, so like, Hey, everybody's going to be in town anyway. All right, boom. We're going to have Midnight Madness tonight leading into the game, you know, after that, you know, or the next day. You know, just something like that to kind of get everybody excited about basketball because, I mean, there's nothing really exciting about basketball. You know, I'm, I'm excited for basketball now, but, you know, for over the last, what, 10 years or so? Um, let's see. It's 2000. But yeah. Last 10 years, there's been nothing to be excited about. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's it's... Yeah, so. So you're going to have to create some excitement around men's back. The girls have always been exciting. So you're going to have to create excitement around the boys side. And fortunately, you're going to have to win ball games in order to do that. To have, if you want yeah, quick you're, results, you got to stack some wins. Yeah, of course. Um, but if you want little results here and there, advertise, you know, make it student night, uh, make it student athlete night, you know, invite, you know, you can go. You can walk right across the street over there um, and get everybody at study hall. You know, all the counselors, all the uh, tutors, mm-hmm. come on in here. You know, just little things like that, and then word of mouth gets out. Like, hey, they did this, they did this, and you know, because like I said, I don't know when there's a basketball game. Yeah, you know, unless I look for it. But I know yeah. when Kentucky's playing. I know when Arbor's playing. I know when Tennessee's playing. I know when Vandy's playing. You know, those are just people in the SEC. Mm-hmm. You know, when South Carolina exactly. girls are playing, hell, I know when our girls are playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just one but, of those deals where. But it's you like, don't know who and when and where. Like the other night, I turned on the TV and it's like, oh, George Arkansas. Oh, shoot, we're playing. And we're getting shellacked on the road. You got to be a better road team. That's all. Arkansas was upset with somebody. Some, somebody got cheated on. And <laughs> they decided to take sure. it out on us because that, yeah. that was bad. Yeah, that, that was not good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just think also, I, I think rearranging the student section, maybe putting the students in the bowl side 
and not the flat side, maybe that might help too. Like, cause the visitors benches over there. Like I, I think if we can make, I think we need to find the, find the loudest possible spot for our student section. Yeah. So that they can so make like a camera on the visitor side, but up, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So there yeah, they get all the bleachers and then I think it goes just all the way. The yeah. And then I think, I think the students, I, I think you see the, they, they end up lining the the bleacher seats on both sides because you can see on TV when they're jumping up and down. Like we need some traditions like like that. Not necessarily copy Duke and do the jumping up and down, but we like we we need to be an annoying fan base when it comes to basketball. Like we need to we need to affect games. Like if if our fans can like have fun and take pride. Like when I was in high school, we did that for our basketball team. Like we took pride in like affecting the basketball games as the Flynn's fanatics. We wore matching yeah, gold T-shirts and everything, man. We took pride in all that. If you came to the palace on a Friday night or a Saturday, oh, it, it was going down. Our student section was right on the side of, of the court, man. They had to put, yeah. had to rope that thing off, you know. Um, especially, you know, my senior year, all the years that I played basketball, um, you know. But shit, our, our fans were, our student section was crazy. It, it was, it Dude, was we were nuts, so. man. I mean, we you were. Know, we were crazy. Needs to go to the games. Everybody needs to go to the game. You know, yeah. the same fan, same fan base that a barking your face at a football game. Same fan base that needs to support basketball. Yeah, I mean that's that's the same energy you need. So, yeah, we we were we were obnoxious, and, and teams hated okay. playing against us because they knew that we were gonna we were gonna we were gonna ride every single player. We were gonna find something to to just hammer down on you about. And like oh, yeah. one team in particular, we had nicknames for the entire starting five. We <laughs> like we, we had this kid name. Uh, his name was Michael Crane. He had a he had a rather large head. He was a point guard. Um, we called him Cranium. Mm. He was Cranium, right? Every time we touched the ball, Cranium, Cranium, and then we pass and we stop. Or like, don't you yeah. dare, don't you dare airball around us. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare airball like that was pro- like your night was over if you airballed against us. Uh, yeah. We torment yeah. you we had until you whole, made one. I never really realized it because um, I stopped playing after my sophomore year and kind of concentrated on two sports. But I never realized how crazy they were um, until I actually sat down one day in the student section. I was like, these people have lost their minds. Now, granted, they might have been three sheets to the wind while they were there, but I'm telling you, they stood up during the girls' game and the boys' game, mm-hmm. hollered the entire time. And, you know, kids are too cool to do that nowadays, but those yeah. were the days of, you know, we had college jobs. Yeah. Like Duke has organized chance. Yeah, it, it makes – they have a, have a person, I'm pretty sure, that that's like a band director that sits up there and tells them exactly, but, hey, we're going to do number – five everybody do number five everybody gets a sheet when you come in mm-hmm. of all the chances they're going to do word for word that's i love that <laughs> yeah we, we had a cardboard cut out of kevin garnett that we took you know when kevin garnett was doing the milk ads mm-hmm. got milk you know how that was in everybody's school well we had kevin garnett in our lunchroom we stole him we uh, put a t-shirt on him we kevin garnett was a flint's fanatics it was, it was awesome. That'll do it. So, but uh, it, it, I just think I just think the fans like 
maybe the fans can take charge. Maybe there's a group of students that can take charge and just lead this thing. You know, like the um, the the student union, the Baptist student union that does the the shoulder pads mm-hmm. at football game. Like maybe like they can lead the charge in basketball and get everybody on board with, hey, let's organize a student section that's going to affect the game. Like maybe maybe that's yeah, something. That's squad. Yeah, the spike squad. Yeah, the the dunk squad or what? what could you call them something? I don't know. Figure it yeah. out. They're, cre- they're creative. Well, so you know what we got to figure out is making sure we got to make it to what May. Let's make it to May and keep everybody in trouble before May. Make it to May. Three, make it to May with no arrest and the three peat is on. Let's do it. Yeah, and, you know, and I'm actually sure. This with Dennis Johnson, I was like, dude, they they got you on this one. Like there was, yeah, that that ain't. You, can, you can't even say like, oh, they're targeting. No, bro, like you can't, you can't do that. No, you can't, you can't run away. <laughs> you can't speed <laughs> away. Like you can't do that. No. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna suck for him. Whatever that punishment is. And I bet that he, punishment is lovely. I bet he started he, today. Yeah. What was it after? What Wednesday? No, talking Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday. Oh yeah, yeah. That punishment started this morning. Right now, he'll he'll probably he'll probably just go, Coach. Can you just go ahead and suspend me? This is I can't do this. <laughs> like he might opt for the yeah. suspension after. Like it, it might get so sadistic. Well, man, he'll be doing wheelbarrows in the in the in Sanford Stadium. Look, like I Brent tell my Cox. kids all the time. I said I was a turd. Now, I, I, I will never not say that I wasn't because I was. I'll never forget one day I'm doing stadiums on our on the track field because late for morning run. I'm already on number 10. Coach T, you're late. You know, that was the first thing I told him. And I saw him walking up, walking up the track. So, I mean, I mean, I was a turd, you know, I, I never turned it up the way that they do now. But my turn was just I didn't want to go to class, you know. I answer this question, okay? If you take a test, you're really good on the test. At what point does it make sense to go to class the very next day? Don't make sense to me. And it just never makes sense to me to do that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've skipped my share of classes too. I mean, it's not, <laughs> I mean, you're telling me a college kid is not tempted to skip class? Yeah, especially in the yeah. spring semester. Too, so spring semester, you, you just took a test. You probably just aced. Hopefully, you just aced the test. I don't know. What you, did you did you ace? I that did really test? well on my tests, but there's this thing called you know the clicker. You know that I really didn't do well because I wasn't there. Ah, uh, yeah, that you you were you were over against the clicker. That's how click- I got character Character issues. Yeah, if my character issues not going to class, I mean, it is what it is. And you emerged from an alley too, didn't you? No, I was. You never emerged from an alley. You weren't that guy. Mm. I figured you had some scooter violation. You had some scooter violation, didn't you? Like you, you didn't get out of there without one. I didn't have a scooter incident. Damn, you're lucky. You just didn't have a scooter. No, I had a scooter. Wow. I guess you, like, wow, you're living large, huh? If I could, if I told you all the fun things I did on my scooter, we'd be here for a long time. <laughs> never yes, involved, we would. 
never involved the jail cell or any handcuffs there. Tell you All that. Right. Oh, that's good. That's good. Scooter Mafia. <laughs> yeah, Scooter Mafia. Police out of trouble. You know they're they're going to be looking. They're going to be searching. Um, I know firsthand how it goes. Um, seen a lot of my teammates, you know, get hemmed up because of it. Um, but the main thing is just make smart decisions. You know, don't be drag racing down the street. You know, um, don't ain't fast and furious. With the days of Uber, there's absolutely no way anybody should be getting a DUI at any point. You know, mm-hmm. so everybody just just be safe. You know, um, need everybody. Um, and trust me, whatever punishment Kirby's come up with, you don't want to do it. So, that's no. wise words from an old alum who's seen it all happen. Yep. And that's where we'll end this thing. That's a good ending point right there. Stay out of trouble, make good decisions, and you don't want to be a part of Kirby's um, morning runs. <laughs> I say that lightly. So. Um, this weekend, Georgia has a baseball series against Princeton. Uh, we'll talk more about that probably next week. We'll probably try to we'll, we'll update you on how baseball is doing. Want to let baseball kind of get into their groove before we really start kind of breaking mm-hmm. them down because baseball is one of those sports where you can't go game by game because it's just not how the sport operates. So we're yeah. going to let the season kind of unfold a little bit and kind of see where we are, kind of see how our starters respond. Jaden Woods had a not so good start in the first one. Um, got shelled. I had, he had command Friday. issues. Yeah, he's starting Friday against Princeton. He's starting. He's starting today against Princeton. So, um, so this weekend, uh, Princeton series. We'll see how that unfolds, and we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about that plus more uh, on your next on our next edition of the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. So, with that, uh, I want. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, make plenty of good bets on betonline.ag. You can bet on XFL. You can bet on college hoops. You can maybe even bet on college baseball. I don't know why you would, but you probably could. So we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network, presented by betonline.ag for Israel. I'm Corey. We hope you have a great weekend. Until then, go dogs. <laughs>